Hey, everybody. Thanks for stopping in for another episode of Ed Chukenya Presents Almost Live from Big D's Party Palace. Except we're not at Big D's Party Palace today. We are partying now today in Paul Foster's living room. Mr. Foster has a head for Joburg. That's what he does when it gets hot. When it gets summer here, he goes down to South Africa where it's cool. So he's down there in Joburg right now, and he doesn't even know we're here. And we have busted into the wine cellar, and we're having more fun than is allowed. Well, by law, obviously, right? So, uh, yeah. uh, Big stereo system over here. It's nice. It's nice. Yeah, he's, he's, you know, uh, not exactly my taste in music, but, you know. What can you do? What can you do? Hey, uh, did you hear about Tommy Gonzalez's new job? Midland. Tommy Gonzalez is the sole finalist to be the city manager in Midland. So he walks out of that job at El Paso, and he walks right into another one in Midland. Midland has uh, 300,000 people, I think. I don't know. I don't know. We'll... uh, We'll see how that works out, but, you know, good for him, huh? Good for him. You know, there's probably no shortage of cash up there that he can just pump right out of the ground and right, do right. whatever with. Right. Well, they probably need some water parks up there. It's kind of pretty hot should, up there in Midland. He should take some of ours, you know. Did you see that other report that El Paso has more water parks than, or maybe it's more water parks per capita than any other city in the United States? I have no doubt. Yeah, I mean, we got plenty of water We have like five or six. And uh, also we're uh, at about like uh, a quarter of our average annual rainfall for the year here. I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, not a good combo. Yeah, not a good combo. Water parks with, you know, Uh, drought. Who knows? It snowed a lot up in uh, Durango. Not in Durango. In all of Colorado, they had a big mm-hmm. snowpack. So there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hopefully that. So that melt might come down our way. So so we'll see. Uh, what else? What else, Ben? Well, we broke the record, I think, two days ago. We tied. Uh, well, yesterday we broke the record, but two days ago tied it. Most 100-degree days in Man. recorded history. I mean, you know, how long is that? It is hot. It is hot. I remember one time, maybe it was in the 80s, maybe it was in the 70s, we had like two weeks where the temperature did not get below 100 degrees. I mean, it was at midnight, it was 100 degrees. And you would, uh, as you would expect, you would go to a party or a bar or something and fights would break out. People were irritable, you know? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Well, you know why? It's because Earth is in retrograde. So it's like everything's backwards right now. What does that mean? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. (laughs) But um, I remember the last time, I think when the record was set, it was like 94. You know, I was pretty young. Yeah. Eight years old then. But I remember being like 115 or 117, like every other, you know, every day was like brutally hot. Right. Brutally hot. It just Uh, stamps into your Well, I tell you what, you know, I mean, it's hot. In the day, but you get up in the morning, it's 80 degrees. Perfect. Is, yeah, well, I get mean, out there and walk. Yeah, right, you know, right, for about 15 walk. minutes and then it's 90. <laughs> right, yeah. But I mean, you know, it should be, it should cool off at night. And it doesn't really cool off at night. We got our air conditioner running all the time, got the swamp cooler running all the time. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, maybe uh, I'm going to get some of those splits. Everybody likes those splits. The heat pump. Yeah, I don't know if it's a heat pump or not, but those little refrigerated yeah, air conditioners. Yeah, mini, mini split. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so uh, we got that going on, man. I, uh, 
I've uh, recalibrated my day, you know, so mm-hmm. that I can sleep through the hottest part of the day, mm-hmm. which means I get up, you know, super early, you know, mm-hmm. midnight or something, nine o'clock Dang. in the evening, yeah, which is, you know, then uh, I... Uh, I'm fa- I haven't done it yet, but I'm going to. I haven't done it because uh, I'm on child care duty here. My wife has run off with my youngest son. They went up to the mountains. And uh, I'm here with my middlest son. And uh, But I'm looking forward to uh, those 7 a.m. bars. You know, pretty soon mm-hmm. I'll be able to go. I mean, because, oh, yeah. you know, it's the end of my day, right? I mean, you know, sure, I start drinking early, but I get up early, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know if you know this, Ben, but there's like four or five 7 a.m. bars in Five Points. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Which are those? What? Like coconuts? Dewey's? Oh. Uh, the headquarters? Huh. Is that a cock bar, cop bar? The headquarters? headquarters? You know, I'm not sure. Because, you know, it's there right there a, by police headquarters, you know, and it's right across the street. Is that the same as the one over by UTEP? Is that called the headquarters? I think it, it is. It was a sports. The one over by UTEP is more of a sports. Right, right. Well, it used to game. be everything. Yeah. So. Yeah. The brass monkey and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Man, that bar business is tough. Mm-hmm. A lot of bars. Easy to get in the bar business in Texas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So easy to go out of business. And then you get the guys that have a bar and they don't they just want to have fun. They don't need to make any money at it, which, you know, mm-hmm. hurts somebody who needs to make money at it. So Ah, the bar business. Yep. So uh what else? What else have we got? You know, I was looking at elchukenyo.com over the weekend and I Saw this post by Rick Bonart uh-huh. about the how we're still. The title is "You Are Still Paying for the Great Wolf Lodge Fiasco." Right, and I was kind of shocked to read, and, and we, we were chatting a little bit before, but the city um, didn't really own the acreage in the northeast um, before they traded for it which is kind of a cool thing when you can trade someone else's uh <laughs> you know property for for something else that's kind of cool but you mentioned that it was owned by right el paso PSB. water el paso public yeah el paso water uh, so it's kind of a gray area but but still just to you know pretty pretty shameful that we're still paying for that and hoping i think they're still trying to put something on that property in the uh, where the great wolf was supposed to be yeah, I don't know. So I mean, it's they're, you know, trying to save that deal. They're uh, they they're full of shit. The city's <laughs> full of shit, man. They uh, they had the whole deal where uh, they were going supposedly they were going to try to pay the Great Wolf Corporation. Uh, I forget how much. Four million dollars, forty million dollars, some big chunk of cash to put a Great Wolf Lodge there, and um, they said, "Oh yeah, we, we can uh, get that money from sales tax rebate 
from uh, what is what is that shopping center over there? Town Court. There's. A, come on, you're a West Side. I know. The one at Pesale del Norte. Yeah, West, West Town, Town Court. West something. Town Court. Yeah, they were saying we can get a sales tax rebate from that if we build the uh, the convention center hotel. They were going to put a convention center room at oh, the yeah. Great Wolf. If we can, uh, we can get a sales tax rebate for that from the shopping center, which is well. You can take your pick. It's either incredibly stupid or an outright lie. Because what the law says, at section 503 of the city of the state's tax code, is that if you have something that's ancillary to the hotel, they get to keep their, uh, you can keep that sales tax revenue. Mm-hmm. Which is like if you got a, a hotel and it's got a, a cigar mm-hmm. shop. You know, mm-hmm. you know, but it's not like uh, you don't get money from the PetSmart across the street. You know, right? Uh, Pretty wild. Pretty wild. Crazy, crazy. You know, the city has lots of these uh, deals where they're offering property owner owners cash to do something. They, uh, Lane Gaddy had that uh, building at right across the street from the plaza county corner from the Cortez building Hmm. maybe it's the Banner building I Mm -hmm. forget Uh, they were going to give him two million dollars cash if he had renovated it and used it dang and then there was the uh, building on it used to be the Sheraton downtown it's across the street from the city parking lot there it's the Mm -hmm. one that's adjacent to uh, LME, the taco joint downtown. Right. It's uh, it's adjacent. What's that hotel? The Indigo. The Indigo. No. It's the office part of that Indigo building, right? Mm-hmm. They were going to give uh, that guy cash if he converted the offices to uh, condos. Cash? Gosh, I don't know how they get away. Free money. Yeah, free money. Hey man, free where do money. I sign up? And people are still saying, oh, no, it's still not worth it. I'm still going to lose my ass, you know? So, yeah. Funny. I mean, Great Wolf. Great Wolf really did not want to move here. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, they uh, we offered them uh, $40 million cash, as I recall. Uh, $4 million a year for 10 years. Uh... And uh, we were going to lease them that land for, I believe the deal was a thousand bucks a year for 10 years. And after 10 years, they could buy it outright for $5,000. I mean, city says it's worth $14 million, but we're going to give it to Great Wolf if they move a destination water park hotel here. Oof. Yeah. Brutal. Just really quickly looking at uh, where Great Wolf has other locations, Anaheim, California, Atlanta, Georgia, Baltimore, Maryland coming soon, Charlotte, North Carolina, Chicago, Cincinnati, Colorado Springs, Dallas, list goes on, Houston, Kansas City, 
Minneapolis, Naples, Florida, Boston. Seems like they have them everywhere. Why didn't they want to come here, I wonder? I mean, I, you know, I guess we were... I think... Uh, paying them out, but I mean... I don't know. It could have been uh, the appearance of corruption. Mm. You know? Yeah, uh... It's all... It's all pretty bad. I mean, you know. Uh, yeah, and that money, I mean, Great Wolf, that's a... Is that a privately owned or... I don't know if it's a publicly owned corporation or privately, but... That money's nobody, leaving town, you know. Yeah, that money's leaving again. town. That money's leaving town, and uh, not only that, here's something that's often uh, escapes these... Uh, bureaucrats is uh that money that people spend at great wolf is money they're not going to spend somewhere else you know mm -hmm. and uh it's like uh top golf top golf one of the biggest liquor sellers in uh el paso county often it's the biggest liquor seller in el paso county and uh that money, the people they spend at Top Golf is money they're not spending at like the Hoppy Monk, or uh, Hope and Anchor, something like that. We're, mm -hmm. Well, I don't know why we think out-of-town corporations are better than local corporations. I'm not even sure. I'm not even sure the city should be in the business of economic development. I mean, first of all, they're no good at it. What have they ever done for us, you know? And uh, supposedly we have that uh, private corporation that's not municipally funded, municipally owned, the uh, Borderplex Alliance. And... Uh, we're giving them money. I mean, they're supposed to be in charge of... We're, mm -hmm. we're renting office space from them or from uh, Paul Foster. Did you see that painting out there? Was that a real Picasso? Oh, was it? I don't know. And it looks like... I mean, <laughs> is, is Paul Foster going to have a fake, fake Picasso oh, in his house? You know? I don't know. I don't know. Anyhow, My that's that... Not. That's that... Uh, I mean, that's money... I don't know. What do we get for it? Economic mm -hmm. development, you know? Mm -hmm. They're just just—they're just no good at it, you know? They don't know. It's the whole thing. It's like quality of life, you know? I mean, they're spending money on quality of life. I think they maybe don't know much about my quality mm -hmm. of life, you know? And they think, oh, quality of life. You know, are, are we not telling the authentic El Paso story? Is it, like, what's the, pro you know... Right. Or we're just attracting the wrong types of people. I'm um, reading a book called War on the Border right now, and it's for a long time, or, or mainly in that before pre-World War II, a lot of Mexicans didn't like gringos, those Yankees. Oh, well, yeah. Is what I'm reading. It was like, because we were, you know, we were... And verse visa. Yeah. Oh. And going down there and, you know, messing things up. I think, at, you know... Post World War II probably changed a little bit, but um, you know, we're having this. We're like, 
we're not getting the best of America and we're not getting the best of Mexico. It's like this weird, right. we're in this limbo area of the border. Well, there are people who are not going to like El Paso. Yeah. Period. Oh, yeah. You know? For sure. There are, uh, there's a lot of uh, latent and sometimes even overt racism, bigotry oh, totally. against Mexicans and, you know. Well, the August 3rd shooting, of course. Well, yeah. It comes mean, to mind. Yeah, right, right. But, uh... You're talking more like passive... Yeah, I'm... Well, I mean, you know. Uh, you know. We're... El Paso's a Mexican town, you know? Oh, yeah. And if we... We try and pretend like we're not, you know? We try and get all, you know... All the things that other cities have when we should be going with, with our strengths. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. Also, how about that old public service board, man? They're supposed to be running. They claim to be running. The, well, the El Paso Water claims they're run by the uh, public service board. I don't know. I don't see too many of them. Well, Mayor Oscar Leeser is on the board, but uh, I don't know. They're not doing us a good job. They put that uh, water feature over there in uh, Paul Foster's new development out there mm -hmm. to recharge the aquifer using water that they're already using to recharge the aquifer. Is that going to continue? That's moving forward? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's a done deal. Huh. I'm so surprised the mayor didn't, uh, you know, shut that down. I guess we don't... Did they vote... Does everything have to be unanimous on the no. PSP? I'm, so do I'm, we know how they voted? I don't know. I don't know. Here, here, here. I've got that. In 1952, city ordinance gave complete oversight of El Paso's water and wastewater systems to the Public Service Board. Complete oversight of to the Public Service Board. I don't know. I mean, it's kind of they're kind of a joke, you know. What are they doing, you know? I mean, they're off all they're up by themselves. Remember, El Paso water dumped uh, a million gallons of raw sewage into the Rio Grande a couple years ago. Hard to see, of course. Mm -hmm. The chief engineer retired shortly thereafter. I don't know. It's all. I don't know. I don't know. There's so much I don't know. So the PSB is supposed to be kind of the the public advocate. The PSB the, the, the advocate of the community. The PSB the is to El Paso Water as City Council is to uh, the El Paso bureaucracy, the City mm -hmm. of El Paso. But they're they're not elected. They're appointed by City Council. You know. I don't know. Be nice to be nice to see him standing up for something, you know. Be nice to see him pushing back against El Paso Water when El Paso Water wants to do something stupid like uh, build Paul Foster, spend fifteen million dollars for Paul Foster's uh, water feature at his golf course, uh, Barony. Old Jerry mm -hmm. K calls it Paul Foster's Barony out there, you know? mm -hmm. gated community out there. I don't know if it's going to be gated. should be gated just to keep those people in. <laughs> we could go see them like at the zoo. 
too funny. Yeah. But, um, yeah, there's this culture when you look at these uh, projects and some of those incentives you're mentioning earlier, kind of being on the in. There's this group on the end who gets this free money, and then there are these everyone else who's trying to, you know, who has a good idea and start a business, um, you know, right? Not getting no, much. It's a, you it's know. a good old boys club, Rancho El Paso. I call it you sometimes. Know. You know, it's if, if you're starting a business, sometimes you don't need a couple million bucks. Sometimes you need, you know, fifty thousand, hundred thousand, right? And you can. You know, employ a few people, and I tell you what: if if our uh, benevolent oligarchs really wanted to do something for El Paso, they would just give money away. They would just give money away, not through their foundations or anything. You know, that's the other thing; those foundations are practically all—they're all, uh, all uh, interrelated. They're incestuous, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It's a nice little pass-through. Yeah, it's a nice little pass-through. But yeah, they should just give money away. They should, you know. Shark Tank. Shark Tank El Paso. Shark Tank. Yeah. You can get a better name. But, um, you know, that would go a long way. Keep people here instead of having, you know, people move away to Phoenix or Austin or... Tulsa. Whatever, Tulsa, you know. Tulsa. Tulsa gave away during COVID when everybody was going nomad. Tulsa gave away uh, $10,000 to people who had moved to Tulsa and lived there for a year. 10000 bucks, And um, they Which say... Which is perfect because they take that money and they spend it there. Right. And at the grocery also store more and, money because there are all these yeah. digital nomads. So they're coming down and taking their ten grand, and they say that uh, for every ten grand they spend, they make uh, I don't know 150 grand. Each person, you know, it contributes 150 grand to the community. I don't know. Did we miss that? There are there are some digital nomads who have moved here. Mm-hmm. I've seen them. I've seen them in the malls, man. They look different. <laughs> they look different, man. They're white, you know. So, uh, but uh, speaking of malls, did you hear old Enoch Kimmelman bought Sunland Park Sunland Mall? Park. It's going to be called something kind of funny. Solano, the shops at Solano or something like that. I get it. Sunland Park Mall is not in Sunland Park. Yeah, that's New a good point. What came first, Sunland Park, New Mexico, or the mall? Sunland Park Drive, right? <laughs> Sunland Park Drive? No, no. Sunland so, Park. That's why Sunland they call Park it Sunland Park like Drive, because that's Park where mall? it goes. It's yeah. not in Sunland Park. What do they call it now? Right. Now, will people call it the new name or just call it the... They're going to call it, Sun- yeah, you know, Sunland Park Mall, that place that used to be Sunland Park Mall. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what they do, because, you know... I've had a theory uh, a while back that they should turn that into like a little village with dentists and uh-huh. office space and the hairstylist and the nail shot where they have that probably. Maybe condos. But like, you know, where it's like you can go work and oh, you got to drop your laundry off or whatever and like have this little weird, uh, you'd need more security there because well, they're wide open. But They're putting in an aquarium. Are they? Yeah. How about that? 
think I heard about that. Yeah, they're putting in an back. aquarium. They got a climbing wall. They got the they got the little uh, <clears throat> party space for the for the kids and stuff. Red Door Vintage is there. Oh yeah, my friend Letty owns that shop, and you know she's that's always weird stuff there at mm-hmm. Red Door Vintage. T-shirts and yeah, but we'll see what they do. I mean, maybe they'll. Right. Bring it back to life. Right. Well, Enoch Kimmelman's a smart man, and he's had that shop there, Star Western yeah. where, you know, and... Before the pandemic, right? Before 2019? Yeah, 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 I think so. And uh, got that store downtown, got that store on the east side, so... Mm-hmm. Reckon he's making money. Mm-hmm. No doubt. Okay. Well, let's stop it here. Yeah. Is that... Do you hear that? That's not a siren. I thought it was just do my tinnitus. Do, do, do we need to get out of Paul's house? Well, maybe we do. Maybe we oh, do. Shit. He's got yeah. that silent alarm, man. Go check out Damn the door. Go, okay. go peek out the window. Okay, well, uh, we got to run. We'll see you later. Thanks for stopping by. Uh, you've been listening to uh, Almost Live from Big D's Party Palace. El Chukenya presents, and I'm here with Ben Amin. My name is Rich Wright. We'll be back before you know it. Okay, thank you. Bye.